Was social media, like, was there even no. any Instagram or anything yet? Negative. What year was that? 2015. So, uh, for those listening or checking us out, uh, we want to chat about this uh, popular, exciting time where content is everything. And so many people are doing it across different industries. And it's awesome in so many ways. I don't want to hate. I'm not a hater. However... If you think spending all your time making content is somehow going to make you busy and bring you business, I strongly disagree. So. I think it, would, it will work. It's going to take a lot longer than you expect. But. But people. I feel like you need to have an established brand, a service or a product, you know, reviews from real people. And the content you create correlates to that and, and it legitimizes your operation and, and adds validity to what you're doing. I feel like sitting around making videos and informing people and, and, and not having anything going on over here, that's not what – I just – I have a problem with it. Maybe people disagree with me. That's totally cool if you do. I just mm – -hmm. I remember hitting the phones for hours – Cold calling people on yeah. Kijiji, telling them I could rent their house faster than they could, and building like like real nineteen fifties grinding see, with see, the briefcase I door to that. door. I don't I don't do that. I've never done one cold call. All of my business yeah. has been warm Instagram TM. Like my first ever. But you're in the content world, so what, that's kind of like maybe you I need guess, to stay out but of it. in other other businesses <laughs> too. Like I started a drop shipping business, selling some selling products under a branded store. Went to somebody else's Instagram account and started selling products right away through somebody else's brand. So you can do it. You just have to be strategic if yeah. you want it to work. Get on other people that are in places where you want to be. So yeah. say you're not an investor yet, but you went and were on five of the biggest investors in Ontario's podcasts and you're now in their micro content. Maybe 10 or 20 people are going to go check you out. Service those 10 to 20 people very highly. And those 10 to 20 people will preach to 100 or 200. Yeah, like it's, it's, and I'm, I want to have an openness. I hope people comment. I hope people disagree with me. I hope someone comes out and was like, dude, I had nothing. I made content and I'm like, I'd love, I just, I, I want to hear those stories. It. Yeah. I don't see it. Not in the, in the local real estate world. Does it make sense? Did, has content done a lot for me? Absolutely. Like, mm -hmm. dude, it's, it's, it's brought me tons of, cool opportunities and, and different uh, interactions with various people that I might have not ever met mm -hmm. had I not had a bit of a following on Instagram and been able to interact with people in that sort of uh, manner and on that sort of platform. So I just, but I was established. Like when I, I was able to take resources from the business and hire someone like you, which you don't have mm -hmm. to do. You can make content on your own. I'm just not that guy. I need somebody like you. My point is, the content just was an added service to to my business, to my existing business, mm -hmm. to say, here's how I further my reach, right? It wasn't, I have nothing. I, I, I think you have I a get passion, though. I think a lot of, so like, I don't mean to hit on realtors, but a lot of realtors don't have any skill. They can just sell. They were the popular kids in high school. They can gather people who now can do things very well. They yeah. can... People who can dress houses well, photograph houses well. Like they know how to connect people very well. Yeah. They don't have skills. So like 
I just have to document what I'm doing and people will watch that as content as real estate agents. Like there's too many people doing that now or it's not enough to get you business. And I just, I hate, I'm going to say some really controversial things. This doesn't go towards any of my realtors that are professionals that are actually fully in this industry and actually are professionally driven to help, you know, I love all of you, but Mm -hmm. there's a huge portion of the industry that I can't stand. And the, I'm a realtor. Get rich quick ones. I'm super important. Look at what I built. Fugazi content. Uh, Yeah, man, like you guys got to stop. You know, like the industry is, should be built on so much more than that. There's a lot of good to it. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to sit here and this is, I'm just going to have to call this the hating podcast (laughs) because. But that's what we want. I got some rage that I'm like, it's just silly, man. It's like. It's like everyone's doing it, so I'm gonna hop on and do it, right? And I get it's it's a difficult thing because you you know there's so many videos showing the the importance of of content and mm-hmm. and the power of a brand and and if you're a brand and and how far that brand can go on a platform like TikTok or Instagram, you know I saw a cool video about Mr. Beast, like number one selling chocolate bar yeah. in the U.S. He's That's, got like a chain of fast food burger, and he had a hundred thousand people. So I know you don't need to convince me. I yeah. I get it. it I works. just if this video reaches some kid or some mature adult who's sitting there spending all their time doing this sort of stuff and not working on their business ideas and and how to connect with their local economy and their local market, I feel like they're doing themselves a big injustice i think if people people have a huge interest in content and that's all they want to do maybe they're in the wrong career path yeah maybe they should focus on helping other people create content who are established who can pay you to do that because views don't pay bills like it's a true thing like views and comments don't pay bills so like when somebody shoots content and expects something like it's like I can't I can't tell them that you're gonna get a certain amount of comments or views like yeah and I haven't like s- s- mastered content I'm still learning you know mm-hmm. it's still very new to me I I think I have a lot of ideas that I haven't pursued with you um, I think there's different ways we can I've got a, so many different ideas and I just haven't pursued them so I'm like the opposite I think I need to mm-hmm. put more time into content I think you would agree with that so and planning and stuff but. I just, it's just frustrating. I feel like there's so many really good topics that are so saturated. And you have people kind of releasing content about things they don't really have a lot of knowledge, of. knowledge in. Yeah. Like, you don't see Eric clearing the investment team showing waterfront properties. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> Evan and Jesse's thing. Yeah. You know, I'm going to let them talk about that. You know, when it comes to adding apartments and tenants, yeah, that is my thing. And then gonna... next week, talk about first time home buyers, like at the waterfront property. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense. I just can't. It's like you're trying to grab how many branches can I grab onto and 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 swing around. I just I don't know. It's frustrating because I think um, the power of content is got so much utility to it. And so before I get the idea out of my head, I think the true power of content is behind the scenes, like offline. So when you're at conferences or when you're meeting the people who are on content online watching your content. So when you meet other influencers and you could get to talk, like if you have other value props that you can bring them like for you example talking about the investment company or the property management company with them in person you've already sold them on eric cleary you're now 
selling them something else yeah. in person because yeah. they already know who you are. They're yeah. sold on you. You can now pitch them your other services. It needs to be, power. and 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 I'm I haven't looked at quantitative data to show the amount of people that have started from zero mm-hmm. use content to build something. Right, I know a lot of people that have expanded an already existing platform or business mm-hmm. and grown because of content, but I don't know anybody that's started from the bottom, like Drake would say, you know, <laughs> I'm going to make content. So and honest, huge. honest, I don't know anybody. Honest either. question for you. And don't inflate these numbers. When you get on a call, when someone calls you and how many people start it with like, I saw you, I saw your video today or that sort of question or that sort of phrase. Um, a lot, but to, there's two pieces to that. Most of these people I meet, I shake their hand oh, at a first. conference, at a I'm presenting, I'm, and then we follow. We exchange That's how you Instagram. make the connections first. Exactly. Yeah. Then, then I get the call back maybe a week or two. Hey, I saw you at this event and I saw your video. It's it's correlated together, right? Like a fresh call straight from Instagram. No. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's small. Maybe it's 15, 20%, I don't know, of every maybe 10%. Of someone who legitimately has never met me, followed me on Instagram, likes my content. But again, even those people know me through somebody else in the city, or they know. A, I don't a like those calls me. though, because then they're like trying to get the best deal. They don't know you, so they're like, mm. "What can you do? I don't need all these other services." And you're like, "You don't get that. Like, you get the full package, or you get nothing." Yeah. Like, yeah. So when I sell my service, like, there's so many people that call me and they're like, "I just want two videos." I'm like, "That's not. We don't offer that." At what point should you really focus and utilize content? Not that I'm a professional in this. All I can do is talk about my own experience. So I believe like content is good for people who have an established business or if you have zero business, you have to start with the intention of making money in two years. So you have to run some business alongside of social as more of a hobby. So you're using social to build your personal brand, to build credibility on yourself versus selling anything. So the reason that like, you don't need to have anything because you're building Eric and you're building credibility behind Eric. So now when you go to a conference and you speak to a bunch of people from the States, they already know who Eric is. Mm-hmm. For a year, they knew you were the Canadian guy and that's all they know because they don't know Canada at all. Yeah. So yeah. now you're looked at as a celebrity and these, these people could possibly have hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. and they trust you. Yeah. What can you, what can you pitch them? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's obviously very well worded, I think. It's just, it needs to be, um, content needs to be done in tandem with something, is I guess the argument, right? Like, you need to have um, a, a legitimate, you know, established platform that you're offering people, whether it's a product, a service, and your content is to help them understand that product or that service a bit better, um, and I'm not saying there's a bunch of people running around making content that don't have anything going on. I just feel like before you, maybe here's a good argument to kind of narrow it down is really work on that service or product, fine tune it, make it better, all those sort of things, and then focus on the content. You know what I mean? I feel like people just get their real estate license or their mortgage license, for instance, talking about one industry mm-hmm. on this planet. Um, and they spend so much time and people talking about the things that people kind of already know mm-hmm. or the real basic, I, mean, I know I'm bouncing around, but this isn't something they told me the other day. It's like people like my content because it's not always with the flow of what everyone are talking mm-hmm. about. Right. Like I might, I'm not saying everything I talk about my, but I'm very, I, what people like is my opinion. 
They like what Eric thinks. Eric's about- also a character. Like you could walk into Remax Niagara and I guarantee you, like people are going to know who you are, yeah. but they're not going to yeah, know yeah. the regular Joe Blow Niagara yeah. agent. Yeah. You already have a face and a brand and yeah. a personality. So we 10 X'd it. Yep. And that's it. And, I, and, and I'm not trying to boast about me and how great I am and all these things. I'm, I'm like anybody else in business, learning, growing, trying to help as many people as I can. Uh, I never want to lose focus to that. Uh, again, my content was to show people that real estate investing is a very viable option, if not one of the best, arguably, uh, in the market space and in asset classes to, to grow real wealth and to, to make um, uh, phenomenal returns and, and build a future. Uh, at the same time, it was to, I felt like a lot of the content was kind of dry. Mm-hmm. There's some guys out there doing wonderful stuff and this is no dig or hate towards any of them. But um, yeah, like I will, I will show, I will make a, a statement about something that like whether you should do a one bedroom or a two bedroom basement apartment and in Niagara, the rents aren't that different. It's like that goes against what most people mm-hmm. teach and what most people preach and what most people you don't care about the deal you but, I, but I'm not deal. I'm not worried about someone looking at my I want to start a conversation mm-hmm. I you know now am I you know I'm also a guy that has a company that does 500 600 lease agreements a year so if you want to sit down at my desk and have that conversation and you've never done any leasing and you've read a book and you went to a conference you know I'm gonna you better mm-hmm. come prepared right like I don't want to, and it goes back to what we said earlier about waterfronts. Like, I'm not going to sit there and talk uh, or, or, or have an argument with Evan and Jesse, who are friends of mine, uh, about what I think uh, the best value is in terms of waterfront, how much per square foot um, those properties go for, what the cost of a retaining wall, what's the best retaining wall. I mean, you know, riparian rights, blah, blah. I'm not going to sit there and, and, and would I sit there and engage in and learn? Absolutely. But that's not a space for me to focus my energy on. It's not an interest of mine. Waterfront's beautiful, luxury, it's great, don't get me wrong. It's just, that's not what I'm mm-hmm. equipped to best serve people with. Well, you would not, like if you approached me and said, dude, how much to do my wedding? <laughs> I'd laugh at yeah. you. Like, I'm not going to do your wedding video, bro. I don't know shit about that. I don't know how to quote yeah. it out. I don't know what camera gear I'm going to use. I don't know what yeah. we need to get. And I'm passionate about that. Even this, man, like, not to call you out on your own sort of podcast, but... You came in here and you're like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm like, dude, just chill. Like, focus on. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you're not an organized guy or, or ambitious or anything of those things. It's just that to me is so many people are trying to do so many things. I'm not saying there's not a lot of good ideas that that overlap and intertwine and mm-hmm. uh, interconnect and all those sort of good things. But um, I feel like in this industry, um, there's a lot of people all trying to do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. And all trying to say. You know, like like uh, was a slider guy that makes fun of I'm the number one world champion realtor. You oh. know, it's just but that 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 is kind of sad. You know how many agents and billboards I've seen where I'm the number one like you know, every billboard and then like little, my, little it's all everyone. Shout out to my boy the- Sean Delot. You're actually number one, I think, based on the data. <laughs> but you know, you see all these agents that post I'm number one, I'm number one. It's like what are you doing to the industry? Like these consumers see these buses go by with everybody saying they're number Dude, one. Dude, I was in a training session. I'm not going <laughs> to say the name of the person, but we did an in-depth training for about 15 minutes on how to utilize terms like 1% mm-hmm. and how to go through, okay, well, you're not 1% of this town, but you're 1% of this neighborhood. So you can use it on the branding as long as you're letting them know that that neighborhood is at the bottom. Mm. So people are yeah. focused on being number one just because they think that's going to build so much trust between them and the end user. But like, do you want your client? Do you really want your 
to give your client falsified information? No. Like, would you sell your client on the fact that you're number one? Or are you going to yeah. sell your client on the fact you have built this business that... It's desperate. Yeah. It's just desperate, man. And it's um, it's unfortunate because I think the industry has a lot, the real estate industry has a lot of good things that it offers and a lot of good professionals. Um, I also think there's a lot of idiots in it that want to get I'd love rich to know quick. how many realtors are tenants. You know, and that's the unfortunate part is is you get all these people... They see the one guy driving around in a Range Rover, Mercedes, and then they want that life. And I don't want to ever uh, be the guy that says, don't pursue your, your dreams. I just, I know, I deal, I do a lot of business. So I deal with a lot of different people. And I know the people that are genuinely in it. And they might get on their Instagram and post a video about how passionate they are and how much they want to help people. And I don't know, I see through a lot of it. And that's, that's the unfortunate mm-hmm. part is you have people tuning in um, they're actually not tuning in. <laughs> they, they're, they're scrolling. They mm-hmm. might clutch it, but you, you just you, you otherwise take away from the real good content that that people can really learn from and engage with. Um, and you get and you make it gimmicky. And you I make feel like it, some people also put down their brand. Like if I posted something three years ago and you thought it was cheesy three years ago and then we met up today you're gonna think of me from that video from three years ago yeah you're not gonna think of what i've put together now and you're not gonna take me serious what if i put together some and have fun with it i'm not saying don't make a silly video i had a funny idea i told you before we started this right Mm -hmm. about me driving around in my car all day with food bags and like my car is a mess because that is my life i live in my car computer yeah you know just so but again like i'm not gonna come out and and, and try to be a comedian if I'm trying to be a realtor, mm-hmm. right? And if I'm trying to be an investment-focused realtor, my content's not all going to be likes and follows and views and this and look how many I get and look how many you don't get and I'm the social media guy or I'm this or I'm that. I don't know. It's just it, the the intention should be um, to, to, to build off of your current brand, educate people, you know, like like people, you see a cool fit photo of a of a Caesar, right? Like, I want to know how that's made. Just show me a very simple video of how it's made. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that that I think is the power of content. Now you understand that product better or that service better, and now you're more interested in it, and you want to meet that person and and try that product. And you know what I mean? Like that that to me is the power of content mm-hmm. and reach that you otherwise don't have. But um. I find this is coming across in a very like hater sort of way, but it is frustrating, man. I just, I, you know, not that my content's perfect or by any means, but um, you just have so many people doing podcasts and and making content and trying to pop off. And that's not a bad thing, but um, where I think the disconnect is the audience that I want to hopefully reach through these clips is that shouldn't be all your focus, right? Mm -hmm. Is And I've, I've had people in my own network that I've had to talk to about, less content, more actual work, yeah. right? I mean, it's, and it's true, not that I'm calling anybody out specifically today, but it's just, you know, and that's my job to coach the people that are definitely right beneath me or beside me or on my team, you know what I mean? Is to, is to lead that way. And I just, I, I don't think it hasn't worked in my own circle. It's not like all this content has, has brought somebody business who wasn't very busy, mm-hmm. right? So what do you do? Go out, go back to the basics, go run around, meet people, start conversations, emails. Yeah. Emails. I think emails are totally undervalued. Yeah. Like people are lazy. They like use voice to text on your emails even. Yeah. Or send someone an email. Do you know how many 
Like I don't get that many emails. If you emailed me, I'm going to see that. Yeah. So think about other business owners. Imagine networking with different people, just reaching out to different executives, yeah. how many meetings you could set up just through email. That's all. I just feel like content um, somewhat gives these people some level of importance. Gives them they an feel ego. like they're they're doing something or their their ego is being stroked. Um, and, and you know what? Not that it's a bad thing to engage with other professionals in the industry and you guys like each other's posts and you all comment, but is that what you're trying to do? Right? Are you trying it's to not gonna pay off look like you're important to. or do you actually want to be important? Mm-hmm. Right? And by, to me, in my definition of, of importance, besides from like personal stuff, being a good dad and provider and all that is, is helping people legitimately. What value? And I love when I get a message from a new investor or something like that. That's great. But I also love when somebody that I already worked with will say, hey, I remember you saying this to me on our mm-hmm. first call. It's, it's the nice same to, things. Yeah, it's consistent, right? Like the stuff that I've argued. Now, have I, not, have I learned along the way and pivoted? Of course. But, mm-hmm. you know, my vision and the type of product I sell and what rents well the and true what it's going to look like is, is consistent. And um, I love that about myself. I love that people can rely on the fact that, you know, I won't, you know, the market's changed. I haven't sold, I only sold, I think, two houses in July, two in August. That's pretty slow for me. Um, I've had to pivot, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not out just going to sell anything I can now to try to do a deal, right? Do I want to sell houses and make commission? Of course I do. Mm-hmm. But what's obviously most important in my world is to continue to make sure that that return or that investment or that asset is something that fits what they're looking for. And under this new do I think it's a bad time to buy and all that. Of course not. I think it's a great time. But um, for me, it's just taking a breath, understanding the climate and figuring out the best path forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then starting to make some content that will suggest some strategies of how to pivot a little bit in terms of how do you run your numbers, which we talked about. Maybe you don't refinance after 12 months. If you're doing like a, a conversion project with a permit, maybe you look at a, a refinance plan at 18 to 24 to 36 months, right? So again, those are conversations. And if you're going to, you know, may potentially lose 50% of your buyers, let's call it, because that's not their strategy and you then, then you try to figure something else out. But if it's not there, it's not there. Don't force it. Don't try to make content that says, you know, I, and I did this myself. I'm like, millionaires are made during recessions. It's a good time. And it's true, but you got to get deeper into that, right? Like help people really understand. So these people that talk about such broad things and just, it's so generic. Bank of Canada raised its interest rate. I, I don't know. I, there, there's filler content that you need, I think. I think um, everybody needs to read the manual before starting. Yeah. There's a little bit to learn first. And I think... Um, yeah, just learn before you start creating. And then question for you. Say I, you didn't know who Gray Media was and I was just Cameron Gray and I approached you and I said, hey, I want to become a realtor. Can I follow you around for the next six months? I'll make you videos on my iPhone every single day. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much I'm going to learn from you? Yeah. It's free yeah. coaching. Yeah. Do you know how much value you're getting from me? Tons. Would you say yes to that, Bill? Yeah. I think that's what people should be doing instead yeah. of trying to create and make bullshit. Go out and help somebody who is ahead of you. Don't don't let your ego get ahead of yourself. Go help somebody who's way ahead of you because then they're going to tell everybody else about you. Yeah, and for the new, I'm just going to focus on this industry. For the new mortgage broker, for the new realtor out there, I'm not saying don't make content. It's exciting. Yeah. You get your license. You've seen these people that you probably admire. You know, uh, I know I've got people that look up to me and I've always made time to, to try to talk to those people and give them advice and tips. And I had somebody in here a couple of weeks ago 
that wants to start a property management company. And I gave him some really good advice. And this guy's a little bit older than me, more life experience. He owns more properties than I do. And again, I've just been able to build something successful and he wanted to, to tap into that. Don't be afraid to share information with people either, right? Like if you, you know, like mm -hmm. this whole, well, I don't want to tell them my recipe and my secret. It's like, mm. Give them the information. Just because you give it to them doesn't mean they're going to replicate it the way yeah. that... Now, am I going to sit and tell my competitor next door everything that I do? If they're running a business already, I'm not going to tell somebody who's a doer. But I'm going yeah. to tell somebody who wants to learn. Yeah, um, or in a different market that I know that I'm most likely never going to go to. And, um, you know, I also... I think bigger, I think, than than most. And maybe that's a, a an arrogant statement to make. And it definitely is. But I look at smaller things and I wonder like if if everyone practiced better business how much better would the world be you know what I mean man if mm -hmm. every small little car shop I'm picking on the used car dealerships now really educated people on on financing and put them in a the best option for them just the the, the ripple effects that that would have on the planet if every realtor and every investment focused realtor sold their client the best investment house Mm -hmm. That was actually going to be decent Every time. in renovation costs and actually going to rent to good people. Just how much better things would be. So mm -hmm. I don't, I honestly am able to look outside of myself and my own little bubble and think about that. Like I genuinely want capitalism to work, which it does work, but I want it to continue working. I want this system of, 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 uh, of finances to, 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 to serve as many people as possible that are willing to work. And it's just, you know, um, it's a, it's a tough thing to think about because obviously your mind wanders and you get down some rabbit holes, but, um, all you can do is, is make sure your, your sphere of influence is, is a positive one. And, um, you share as much information with people as you can and you, you know, uh, take your failures, grow from them and maybe help somebody avoid that, mm -hmm. but also tell them to take some risk, right? I mean, like the best growth you're ever going to get is when you're uncomfortable. Oh, I don't know. I, I would say like people who own businesses are crazy to a, some degree because the biggest growth for me always comes when I'm not making a profit. When I'm too focused on the profit, that's when shit starts falling apart. Yeah. Because then I'm focused on, well, let's pull a hundred dollars out here. What, what about this here? When I'm just focused on doing what I want, yeah. shit happens. Yeah. Opportunities pop up. I'm happy to say yes to things that I'm not making money on that might make me money in the future. And trust, what, yeah, trust. Like, like it's funny. Last week, man, I'm telling my team, like, I don't have a lot going on. I'm busy as all can imagine with always. But when I, what I mean by that comment is I don't have like 15 buyers mm -hmm. ready to go, like bunch of sales. And that was last week. And even now, as not that I'm, I'm 31 years old, I'm learning every day, but even now I'm a little down. I'm like, and you know what? I just, I lost focus of how good of a job I've done for so many people over the last five years that today, less than a week later, I've got four or five, six, seven million dollars in stuff I'm working on. Mm -hmm. Just like that. Right? Like it's, it's so, you know, just, just trust yourself during, you know, as you, as you grow and as you, you know, if you always take care of people, do the right thing, mm -hmm. stay level headed, put your money where your mouth is, you know, things will work out. Doesn't mean I now I've spent more time nitty gritty connecting with people that I didn't have to when the market mm -hmm. was nuts. People were calling me. Now you have to do the now work. Now I'm back to doing the things that I where I built this entire company and That's organization. Why it's easier right? for it's, people who have built businesses to start because they yeah. know the roadmap. But for yeah. people who don't, so like you want to you want to sell the same service in a bull market as a bear market yeah. because like if you're not going to sell that same product nobody's going to come back to you yeah. in the bear market yeah. either so i think that's it 
for this topic yeah. really on social media growth. Thanks so much for coming on. I'm super happy to have you. We'll definitely have you on again. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this. If people wanted to connect to, with you, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, Instagram at Investment Realtors. My personal page is at eCleary with two Ys. Uh, phone number 289-696-5996. My email that I use most frequently is eric at orangelist.com. Everything. Realtors, slide in his DMs and start chirping him for slide on in. to say about real estate content. Absolutely. We'll chat soon. Okay. Ciao.